Hey, I'm JR from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast, exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world, and beer. Lots of beer. The 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast is brought to you by growablemedia.ca. Nothing cripples a business like a lack of leads and sales, especially during the pandemic. I don't need to tell you, COVID-19 has been one of the biggest economic hiccups we've ever encountered. Businesses are closing, employees are being laid off daily, yet smart businesses are still surviving and thriving. If you need more clients, Growable Media is for you. More specifically, if you'd like to know exactly how to get 5, 10, 30, even 50 plus high value dream clients every month with predictability and consistency. Sounds pretty fucking great, doesn't it? Growablemedia.ca is for you. Just checking out the website, you'll find a free COVID-19 marketing playbook and a free report on how to double or even triple your sales in the next 90 days, even during COVID. It's fucking phenomenal. Better yet, you can test drive their services for free. You don't have to pay them a dime until you get those coins tickling the bottom of your jean pocket. They don't get paid until you get paid. Now, they're not cheap, but they get shit done. They're not some company that'll give you 30 shitty leads for a thousand bucks or something like that, and they go take your money and disappear overnight. Globalmedia.ca is a Winnipeg born and raised. Check them out today and grab the free playbook and the report, Globalmedia.ca. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and JR. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today we're joined by the Hecla Champagne Championship crew, an annual event at beautiful Lakeview Hecla Island Resort just a couple hours north of Winnipeg. Really excited to have these two guys on the show. They're great guys, even better buddies, and a half-decent athletes. Matt, big sexy Levens, who's got big mitts and even bigger heart. He also may be the most improved player on the Muni Tour this summer. Then you got Blair, heart of heritage Victoria Muni. He's the only guy I know who wears a triple XL helmet. You'll find him playing the Pro-Am circuit and sometimes Monday putter. He also holds the lifetime record for putts that have lipped out. They join the show and share stories about growing up in St. James, playing hockey and golf, drinking booze, junior hockey fights, and coaching the St. James Canucks of the Manitoba Major Junior Hockey League. Thanks to Levy and Moons for joining us today. And before we get into the fun part of the show, 
We do Mikey Likes It, and this week he's been working really hard on writing this, so it better be good. What does Mikey like this week? JR, as you know, Twitter was up in arms last week about me highlighting another St. James-based brewery. I'll admit, I can go weeks without leaving the greater St. James area. However, you don't become someone as refined and worldly as myself by just sitting at home surfing Google Maps for hours. Which is why I wanted to highlight... The Raspberry Kettle Sour from Nonsuch Brewery. You know what they say, a sour a day keeps the bogeys away. JR, what's your thoughts on sours? Are you a sour flower? <laughs> I am now, yeah. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> That's like great. So am I. I love sours. <laughs> love sours. So get down to uh, Nonsuch Brewing on Pacific Avenue in the Exchange District or uh, get your fix at your preferred beer dealer. Mmm. That sounds good. Is that what we're drinking tonight? That's what we're drinking tonight. All right. Nonsuch is great, actually. You introduced me to them last time, uh, or the, the first show, I think it was, and it's delicious. It's great. Yeah, we make some good beer a, here. A great summer beer, too. And we also want to give a, a shout-out to Nick and Nikki's DQs. Where do, where are, the, are there DQs right now? Yeah, the Nick and Nikki group of DQs. They're uh, ice cream and uh, fast food conglomerate. Uh, <laughs> Empire. Empire. <laughs> Yeah, they got uh, locations at DQ Northgate, DQ Pola Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. And they're all delicious. And just want to say, too, uh, every guest that we get on 18 Over Par gets an 8-inch custom DQ cake from the Nicky Nicky group of DQs, which is awesome. That's great. We don't yeah. get one. We but don't get any ice cream. The guests do, but the guests. and not these two degenerates that are joining us today. They don't get one either. <laughs> Levy Moon's happy to have you guys on the show. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of stuff, hopefully not too much stuff. Uh, just to give you some background, we've known each other, I think all of us, we, we all went to middle school together, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think it dates back to Bruce Middle School. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Go Barons. Yeah, me and Mikey back at uh, HV, Heritage, Heritage Victoria. Heritage Victoria, right. alumni. Oh, yeah, and Levy and I, Surgeon Creek. Yeah, I was going to say, Jared, I think, uh, you know, we're the original five and six-year-old uh, Stern Creek uh, Blackhawks. So, yeah, all the way back then. <laughs> I still had some of those shirts until my basement flooded. <laughs> well, I still have a basketball jersey from Heritage Victoria. Oh, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> Rycroft wore Basketball it. jersey. J I didn't know they had basketball at JR wore that Sturgeon Creek uh, t-shirt until, we, I think it was like 15-year-old or even high school hockey he was yeah. still wearing <laughs> With his red circa hat. <laughs> it was it was a good shirt and it was a great hat. Still have that hat. And if you go through the Assiniboine Golf Club, I think they still have pictures of me up there with that very hat. Yeah. <laughs> when you were working there when you're 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> My parents signed off on it. <laughs> Moon started not to, too far after that. Uh, I know we, we talked about, uh, Mike, when you first started, uh, you were 10 in golf. And then how about you guys? So we'll start with Moons. Do you remember the, f the first set of clubs you had when you started? Barely remember the clubs. I started golf when I was 10-ish, I think, 9 or 10. And uh, just going out with the parents to and my older brother to Harborview and Crescent Drive, the, th the par 3 courses. So, you know, good way to learn the game. You can feel like you're actually getting close to the green at some point. My clubs... I remember it was a mishmash for my first set. Northwestern, I think, was the driver. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and then uh, about three irons that were all different brands. I don't remember. I think Northwestern might have been one of them. And then my re first real set I got when I was joined uh, at Assiniboine 
with some precision twos from Dale Espanko's Pro <laughs> Shop. I think they were they were knockoffs of TaylorMades, but they did the job. <laughs> That's a recurring theme so far on the show. Dale Espanko, Wilkie, who we talked uh, with last week, he started on the Espanko system of golf clubs, yeah. which were kind of like knockoffs, but hey, they worked. Oh, yeah. I can, uh, I can relate back to that Crescent Drive as my parents would drop me off uh, at, a, at a summer camp uh, every summer and... Uh, Every day, you just be at Crescent Drive, and you you do training in the morning, and then you play nine holes in the afternoon. What kind of training were you doing? <laughs> Whatever uh, the leisure guide was, uh, whoever they were hiring that year. <laughs> whoever they had on staff. How about uh, you, Levy? Yeah, I know. I was going to say it's pretty similar to Mike there. I, I, I didn't start that early at like 10 or 11, but like probably 13, 14. But I don't know if any of you guys did that Bob Thompson's hockey golf camp oh, like yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like it was around out of St. James Civic Center, then out of Cinnaboyne too at the same time. So I think you'd go and skate at the mo- in the morning and then play nine holes uh, in the afternoon or vice versa, whatever it was. But I was probably 13 or 14 and, uh, you know, obviously loved being at the rink and uh, being, you know, just walking across to Cinnaboyne after was fun too but um you know for my first clubs like knockoffs too like and you to still got on- the same ones to be honest my irons are still those knockoffs to this day and so i guess that's what 20 years old but uh, three would, though. but uh <laughs> proud to say that i just purchased some uh, used m4s that i'm picking up tomorrow uh iron sets so uh pretty excited to get those Very going good. and get the swing going with those this year but uh ready to shoot low yeah, want to go low, want to the, the match at uh, Hecla, and uh, me and Moons want to take this one. Okay, well, let's get into the, I wasn't going to get into this soon, but the Hecla Champagne Championship, it it started, I guess, well, just uh, when I came back uh, to Winnipeg, you know, hooking up with the guys and, and golfing, and then I was like, oh, I got to get out, and then Mooney's like, oh, why don't we play Hecla, and so they had some stay and play packages, so we went up as a twosome and banged it around a bit and it was yeah. it was a fucking chore JR played 27 <laughs> holes or 28 holes I think but before you left didn't me you and Moon yeah used oh to right go that was um, oh, that before. Was, we used to do all you can go yeah. then back then too that so was the was original it? that was the was original yeah. before I left isn't that was before yeah. you yeah. moved before you moved to Halifax we it was the three of us and Miney went up <laughs> oh, yeah, and we Miney stayed at my parents' place at Spruce Sands. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did. Just after it, <laughs> like, well, like we, all I remember then, is Rycroft puking outside of the uh, outside of the, your parents' cottage there off yeah, the deck. You know, yeah. every single night we came yeah, back there. Yeah. So yeah, I think and, we got after it. And maybe even a little bit on the drive home. I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well, and then we. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, then shout uh, out to the Moonies, by the way. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Mike and Don. Appreciate the uh, yeah. hospitality. Sure. Yeah, and uh, so we went up to Hecla, but that was before you moved away. So I don't, mm-hmm. you were what? We were well, we were what? Twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I've been around there. Yeah, twenty twenty one, twenty two. We played. That was the most golf I've ever played in one day. We played forty five holes that day. <laughs> wow. two, we played thirty six, and then we're like nine more. We're like, yeah, yeah, sure, might as well. Yeah, we got into it, and I don't remember it, so that was great. Although I do remember yeah. you guys pulled out from those fake balls. And yeah. I looked and I looked down and everyone was laughing like, oh, this is gonna be great. And I looked at him like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Those exploding golf yeah. balls. And I hit it anyways, but whatever. I can't believe that you picked up on that. It was unbelievable focus. that you were able to focus, <laughs> but you did. Yeah, you like you were swaying over your ball too. Like, <laughs> like every hole before that, like the previous three holes, it was like, okay, now's the time. JR's out of it. You know what I mean? So we switched it and it was just kind of like you're standing there for like a few seconds too long. We're like, oh, he knows. Yeah. Stared a hole through the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what I was doing. But then when we came back, uh, so we had 
two of us moons and I did it. And then, um, I, yeah, didn't make it through, uh, <laughs> which is pretty typical. And then, so I was like, all right, I got to get back up there and actually play some legitimate golf. We'll have some fun, have some beers, but let's bring some guys who actually want to come out and play some golf too. So of course brought Levy, who's a lefty. So we had lefties and I didn't need another righty. So I brought in Mike and that kind of birthed this podcast as well. Just a couple guys, a few guys who like to golf, get out there, yeah. bang it around, have some fun, drink some beer, shoot the shit. That in a COVID a, compliant way. It's a hell of a format we came <laughs> up with. 18 holes of match play, and then 666 on the next 18. So six, uh, two ball total, six alternate shot, and then a six scramble. And after 36 holes of a, di- a dynamic match, <laughs> we tied. <laughs> yeah, I remember no we, yeah. we went into the clubhouse and we're talking, we were just playing up this match. And everyone's like, oh, who won? We tied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there was talk of maybe a playoff hole, but I was starving after 36 <laughs> yeah. holes. Mike was on the phone with the restaurant. I, I was scared that the restaurant was going to close down. So I, I called off the playoff so that I could get some uh, some food. A, no. gentle, a gentlemanly uh, yeah. have. Right, yeah. Well, so now we have to do it again this year. Yeah, yeah, well, I was thinking on the way over here, I was like, how that actual round went. And it was similar to what Moons and I really expected it to go as, you know, pretty competitive and even at, at, off the start. And we're like, okay, JR is going to completely fall off the map here. Around, <laughs> yeah. around hole 15 or 16. And just like, he's going to be comatose for the rest of the, the, the rest of the round, right? Because that's just pretty much how JR goes. And uh, sure enough, you know, Pink Whitney's were going. And uh, I think you, whatever you had spiced on the rocks that you were drinking. And, <laughs> and uh, you were out of it by, you know, 14. Whatever the pro shop was yeah. serving up. Well, probably maybe not even 14, maybe like, you know, 10 or 11 hole. You, you're probably out 10. And Mike held his own for, you know, good kept, you know, kept you guys in the match eight or nine holes and then like out of nowhere like jr just back to life and me and wounds were like where is he hitting these shots from like yeah, did he yeah. just like eat a loaf of bread like what happened here you know what i mean like i think i was take, completely sober and, i like, gotta take some credit yeah. for that you know i saw i saw jr going going down uh, going down a dark path down, going, yeah. which was our plan all along honestly and uh you know i i watered down those pink whitney's and i and i gave him Thanks. some pringles I think all we yeah, had oh, were the Pringles. Pringles yeah. and, Extra uh, large pring- Pringle cases. <laughs> I'm sure we killed, uh, killed a few seagulls yeah, with yeah. all the Pringles. Extreme jalapeno <laughs> or something. <laughs> there we go. Jalapeno, like spicy. He likes it so, spicy. Yeah, I like it spicy. I, I even like Moons and I, pro- Moons turned to me at one point and was like, I'm pretty sure he's still drinking. Like, I don't understand how he's sobering <laughs> up here. And it was you just feeding him like uh, water. Water, so yeah. <laughs> Pink water. I remember I remember we were up. We, we were up after the first 18. We had won the four ball and then we had still maintained a bit of a lead and then once the alternate shot came the wheels fell off for us and you guys oh yeah you guys were down like six or something like that and then the last six holes the scramble you guys uh i think it might have come down to 18 and we came out on the wrong end of that and ended up tying the match but yeah it was i do remember being close to to 18 yeah that's right yeah and we'll go up and we'll see sandy and heckler they still got those stay and play packages ready and Perfect. we're gonna have a blast. Couple months, yeah, counting I, down. I look forward to uh, seeing Sandy hit a hit a ball off somebody's face, <laughs> yeah. or my. Face. It'll probably be me or, or you. <laughs> yeah, it'll Got happen. It. I do want to say for you, Mike. I remember I think halfway through that round, I was giving because this is what I typically do. I have a have a few bevies, like a dozen, <laughs> and then I start preaching. 
And so I was trying to help you with your golf swing. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't work out no, too well. Wow. But like, I was just like, you got a, you got an amazing swing. And I was like, oh, you can try this, try that. And like your next shot. Oh, yes. Yeah. As yours <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I usually like to tweak things mid-round anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't any different yeah. from what I usually There's do. There's already a hundred thoughts in Mike's, Mike's head at every swing. Why not a couple more just to and complicate things? And none of them about golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, there's not that great uh, a cell, cell service out there, so you can't be watching your YouTube videos and on the course to help yeah. you out with your strategies. Yeah, and I do want to say whoever did those scorecards because who was it originally? Because uh, they've got some Timmy, fine, yeah, Timmy, Timmy G. G, Timmy G at, at the bone, computer nerd ex- extraordinaire. Yeah. He's, he knows his macros in Excel, and and those <laughs> the scorecards are are phenomenal to keep track. Windows ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wrote it. <laughs> I think he wrote Windows ninety eight. So uh, shout out to Timmy G. We'll have to get him on. Those uh, came from the uh, Cinnaboy Golf Course. Yeah, those, for, uh, for men's those, night, right? Scorecards, yeah. I had I had Millsy actually emailed them to me because they were on the computer in the pro shop that I spent a lot of time at, but <laughs> never took those scorecards for some reason. <laughs> and now we got them. Yeah. Exactly. We should probably sell them. We'll put them online and sell them. Yeah. Like, hey, we already got the macros done. Just punch in your handicaps and your yeah, name. It's all and, automatic. It's and away you go. Because I thought Bob Cook had something to do with that too, but. He was Anyways. walking too fast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys mentioned uh, the Royal Assiniboine again there, and I'm curious. If the both Royal. UJR and uh, and Moons here, you, you were employed there. Mm-hmm. How did you guys get started there? You know, for me it was yeah, like right at twelve. I was I was just there. What a lead into a job. <laughs> yeah. So when I was twelve, yeah, I was I was just there. And I was there every day at the golf course. Well, we were I members just, there, right? Yeah, we were, we were members there. there, and I just love being on the golf course. I was also a great babysitter, so my parents would just drop me off and, yep. you know, play golf the entire day. And then we had, like, the, the Bob Thompson hockey golf camps come out. And since I was just around there, Timmy G, he was working there at the time, and they liked the, the cheap labor. So they're like, hey, you're around the golf course a lot. Can you fill out some scorecards for Men's Club Championship? And I'm like, sure. And the next thing you know, parents are signing off of me working there, making – Minimum wage, working about eighty hours a week, and away you go. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't been to a men's club championship at Assiniboine, that weekend is one of the funnest weekends of the golf season for sure. Oh, definitely. I think in probably in all of the world, that has to be yeah. a sight to be seen. There, there's you've some seen, wild stuff yeah. that goes on yeah. at the Assiniboine. If you're playing Saturday. in it, if you're playing yeah, in it, or working in it, it, working in it, walking by it, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. If you're within earshot, like you're within <laughs> a 10 block a, radius in the pro shop. I've never worked at a golf course, but like what, what kind of things are you guys doing at the golf course? Everything. We would clean clubs um, for the most part. I did a good job. I know some people didn't, um, but I don't know. Like, cause when did you come on? It wasn't been around like 14 or 15. 12. Yeah, it was way later. It was grade 12. It was right kind of near the end of your tenure there, but you got me the job. And we worked a year or two there together. But yeah, what we did was... Like, because Dale Esipenko had the store there at the time as well. So he had the store that was in the back, and the pro shop was up front for the golf course, obviously. So, but you had to watch both. (laughs) (laughs) So, so like, you had a store where uh, uh, there's tons of stuff for sale. I think you guys were talking about that with with somebody on the first one. Is Sandy you're talking about that? How much stuff there was in yeah, the just, shop? Yeah, everything. It was crazy. Twelve yeah. of everything. Yeah, 12, yeah, 12, of, everything. 12 <laughs> of everything. That's what it was. Yeah. So yeah, clean clubs. Talk to members. Watch the get everybody teed off. Course checks. 
take remember, cash. Remember there's that close one, out. Remember there's that one cart where the the governor was fucked, and so we would always keep it. We'd always keep it for course checks. Yeah. <laughs> I always think now, like if there was people looking a fairway over, and there's this idiot who works in the shop getting catching air on the third fairway <laughs> out on a course. That's check. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every other cart would die except that one, mm-hmm. even though we rode it, uh, rode it to shit. Just but doing, doing time trials on the uh, on the cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ripping around the course. Yeah. But if you think about it, like we were pre- still pretty young, and we we would cash out, like we would cash in. Yeah. So we were handing like some of the finances. Yeah. <laughs> just Every like day, three right. tills. Yeah, three tills. You three do the tills, pro shop. Because Dale owned the golf carts and mm-hmm. the pole carts and the rental clubs and then everything in his store. And the golf course had the green fees in the, t- in the one till. So if somebody was <laughs> pretty ridiculous, if you think about it now, if somebody came and was like needed to get pay for a green fee, get a cart and buy some balls. They'd have to pay three different yeah. times. <laughs> and we had to cash out each of those tills. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And you'd always be out like five cents and then Dale would be like, where's this five cents? I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It's five cents. I don't giving fucking your buddy, know. A, giving your buddy a discount? <laughs> no. If I was going to, it'd be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. It, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be on the T-sheet. You'd just be out there. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's kind of how, how it all started. And that's when I, my golf game started to come down. And, and Mooney at, at, at 13, so he won the Hannah, the Hannah trophies for 13 and under at Assiniboine. And I remember that because I think at that time, I don't know if this was during that year or later, but like Wade Pop, and I don't know if Skeen was there. Someone, like there's a bunch of people that we knew who were playing club championship and I was fucking out of it because I was terrible at tournament golf. Like I could go out there and, you know, shoot, you know, 45 for nine holes at 12, 13 years old. And I was like, okay, that's pretty happy. But in tournaments, my mind just wasn't in it. So I remember they hit up on me once on the sixth. And so I just teed their ball out and hit it right back at them. Club <laughs> championship. Club championship. Yeah. <laughs> Should have got DQ for that. It didn't matter. But yeah, I think it was around that, that year that, uh, that you took it home. Do you remember that vividly? Still dream about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. I just remember it was the year 2000. Because uh, I looked at that trophy a couple times. I was working there, but wow. yeah, I was playing. <laughs> I was playing. Uh, yeah, the thirteen and under division. But then there was this. I remember the kid, Richard Forbes. Remember that kid? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah, his dad he, used to play. Was, I think his dad still does play less. Yeah. I don't in the, in the there, province, he made those clubs for a while. Yeah. But yeah, so Richard Forbes is a year older than us, and I remember there was like all the talk before the tourney was like his birthday was later, so he found some loophole and he played in the younger division. Is that what it was? Yeah, I don't remember he was that. older than us, and he played in our division, and he was pretty good. And so everybody was like, "This is bullshit. He shouldn't <laughs> be playing there." Blah blah blah. So whatever, you just play. You don't think you're going to win. So then it's near the end of the round. I think I was on like the ninth tee, and there's all these guys that I knew that were running back down the ninth hole because at Assiniboine, the ninth tee and the sixth green are pretty close. So I guess when I was on the sixth green, you know, junior tournaments, it's always like, "Oh, what are you at? What are you at? What are you at?" Mm-hmm. So I guess somebody remembered what I was at and thought I was in the mix. So these guys are all running back down the fairway. It was like all these guys I was playing hockey with at the time, like Dale Hall and uh, Derek Ranson, a few of those guys. So they're running back, and they're like, oh, like you're, what are you at? Because, oh, but you're in the mix, whatever. I was like, okay. So I think I parred the hole, and I was tied with Richard Forbes. So everybody was mad that he <laughs> was cheater. in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so everybody was mad that he was in it, So and he wasn't. 
I don't know what he's up to now. He could be a great guy. He wasn't. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably wasn't, not. He wasn't super well liked at the time. You know, he was well, like. I hope he's not uh, listening. He, he was like suspended. His membership, he got suspended a couple times for like oh, smashing yeah. his putter yeah. in the putting green. Oh, yeah. Wow. So he was he was the villain and I was the I was the good guy. Yeah, so, you were the golden goose. Yeah. So, so then all these dramatics. guys, all these guys that I was buddies with were like walking up the first because we went to a playoff on the first tee. So lonely opponent is by himself and I got like all my buddies with me like one of Dale Hall is carrying my bag like <laughs> it was just and I think I intimidated him. I think yeah. I intimidated him I, th I think I parred the playoff hole and he like imploded maybe took a double or something but all I remember is after like when I potted out and everybody's like yeah because you're like 13 everybody's all fired up thought it meant something and then uh, <laughs> oh it did yeah. Yeah. that's why and we're then, talking about it right now yeah. but the I legacy remember, lives on I think I guess it meant something to him because instead of shaking hands he broke his putter over the tree beside oh, the no. first green and he got and, his and membership walk. suspended again <laughs> yeah he yeah. might have I don't know oh yeah so then uh, yeah I walked off in glory but that, that's the only golf trophy. That's <laughs> yeah, the only golf trophy between a, even that's, the that's one more than everyone else. This time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even the Heckler Champagne Championship hasn't, yeah. <laughs> hasn't <laughs> given out a trophy just yet. And I, that's a, I got one Harambe Memorial. Oh right, golf yeah, the Harambe Championship. Yeah, so take us through, take us through the Harambe because that was isn't that a, around that gorilla? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's about his buddy, Harambe. <laughs> so, uh, Haram, big gorilla guy. Everyone will know, uh, grew up, big gorilla guy. And uh, in, uh, what year was that? Harambe was a, uh, a gorilla at a Cincinnati zoo, and oh. unfortunately, a toddler fell in the, uh, the All right. enclosure, yeah. and uh, the, the gorilla was playing around with the kid, and they thought it, he might hurt the child, and... They had to shoot the gorilla. So there was a large uh, social media uproar, similar uh, to the one about me talking about beer from St. Right. James, right? <laughs> we had to uh, suspend our Twitter account there first. So uh, we were thinking we had this tournament. We wanted to play three rounds, three different courses in Manitoba. It was really just to see the courses of Manitoba. There's so many out there. So we started actually uh, on the way out. We did uh, Links, Links at the Lake. It's a beauty. Uh, and then we played Hecla the next day. We actually mm -hmm. camped at Hecla Campground, <laughs> which isn't good. Fun. Uh, <laughs> if you're playing the next day. Uh, and then we came home and we played Toulon. And, and I was able to take that, that first championship of the Harambe Memorial Golf Invitational. Uh, so that I always look back on that. And uh, Eric Olofsson has won the... Last four. Uh, <laughs> don't invite him. Stop inviting him. Yeah. So uh, we don't got to get into that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. You know, like good enough to win. Four in a row, yeah. Four in a row. Uh, he's, you know, I'm not sure what he's, his cap is. Probably like 16. So uh, you, you can take Moons, Moons could take it. Rycroft yeah, could yeah. take it. Luckily, it's an invitational, so we don't invite anybody better than us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd be allowed to go, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can come. Uh, so we've done that for five years. We've played 15 different courses, if I, if that math adds up. so uh, Three times five. That's yeah. exactly. Big math guy. Wow. So, yeah, it's a great <laughs> big math. Gets us out there. So uh, looking forward to that this year. Look at all these fun tournaments that we do. 
Yeah. And that's the one that, well, going back to Forbes for a second. And his aggression. No, no, well, no, well, we kind of are, but it's yeah. a nice segue because of the aggression. Well, we worked on his I actually got him on the phone right now, <laughs> yeah. GR. <laughs> yeah, lawyers are writing up the documents right now. Never uh, trust a guy who won't shake your hand. <laughs> <laughs> But, but on the note of aggression, the guy sitting directly across from me, Levy, yeah. <laughs> I was I was surprised, like at all the times that I've golfed with you, that you've never, like I've never seen you blow a gasket on a golf course. And that's surprising. Where does that come from? Because on, on the ice, it's a completely different story. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Thanks, JR, for... Uh, yeah. for Have for, you ever for, blown yeah. a gasket on a golf course, Matt? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't think so. I mean, I guess it's just a different game and like... Just plays for the love of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've had, you know, I've had my ups and down on, on the golf course and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm trending in the right direction right now, but, uh, certainly I've been pissed off on myself where I'm just, you know, thinking about like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> but you know, that's, that's more the mental side of it. Right. But, uh, we've all had those moments, but, yeah. but hockey's another story, right? When there's people running at you, hitting you or getting in your way or doing whatever, or, you know, you're not getting the right calls. Like, you know, I, I had some challenges with that too. <laughs> Back in the day, so. <laughs> and, and and cue the stats from Mike. Yeah, yeah. so we, okay. As always, I'm the stats guy. Here we did some deep diving research on on both of you. Um, oh, so, I, so I got some some stats here from Matt. But I, number one, I want to highlight uh, the 2006-2007 year with the St. James Canucks of the MMJHL. So. 44 games played and 139 penalty minutes. That's uh, averaging just over three penalty minutes per game. Can you explain that season to us? And Divide that by 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, wait, no, wait. I could, I could definitely get into it, but, like, you know, are you going to do the goals and assists, assists total? Too? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't just on the ice getting pims there, Mike. What was, the, what was the full stat line? My apologies. My apologies. Uh, like, come on here. Who, we got two goals and 31 assists in that season. Uh, the next season, in uh, 2007, 2008, seven goals, 34 assists. And in 2008, 2009, nine goals and 33 assists. And uh, only 95 penalty minutes that year. So, getting yeah. So, wore the C that year, yeah. too. Yeah, like a point per game player. And, yeah. So, obviously, you know, had some numbers put up there on the back end, was moving the puck all right, had some power play time. But, but, but the Pims are another story, right? So, it's a mix of everything. Like, it's, you know, it's minors, there's some fights in there. So, there's some majors and there's some grosses for tens. So, um, a little bit of everything. And, you know, you add in a couple tens, you know, three, four, uh, you get get to 100 pretty quick so. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much sums that up and you know i think the max was four fights per year i'd get that um <laughs> and then you know throw in like another 20 minors right like where where's that math get me <laughs> yeah. i was on the ice the whole time mike what am i gonna <laughs> I, I remember there was one because you played uh, in the mjhl as well with porter's Terriers, and i remember i made a trip out there and to see you specifically because I knew you were playing that night. And so it was like uh, myself, I think it was like... I went with you. Yeah, and yeah. then I think Heber was there and maybe someone else. But like I was going out there with my, my 92 Nissan Maxima just on fumes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just hoping to God that it would make it there. Come we and go support, there, yeah. Yeah, come and <laughs> yeah. support. And I think it was maybe your second shift. and On left wing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like behind the net and then all of a sudden like the gloves are off and there he goes. He's <laughs> yeah. like, come to see him and he's, he's yeah. fighting right away. And I think after that game, 
Uh, I was lucky to make it back. I think Scotty Levins helped us out with some gas on the way back. <laughs> but I remember after that, you're just like, man, I got to learn how to fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that year was interesting, right? Like I, you know, come in as an 18 year old, kind of like, you know, obviously new to the, the whole junior hockey thing and like not really knowing much about it. And, uh, you know, being a, a third pairing D, uh, sorry, a third pairing D man that's over six feet, everyone's kind of looking at you as you know fresh meat that get an easy, <laughs> an easy guy to target, an easy guy to fight. He's bigger. He's you know that that's that's drop the gloves with them type thing. So uh, had to respond. Yeah, you know what I mean. Coming from the city, right? Didn't know a lot of the country guys that were playing out in the junior league at that point, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of fighting in that league, and. Uh, had to learn quickly, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, is there much fighting before junior hockey? Oh, well, not in the, not in the city, no. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, I just played high school, right? And uh, any fisticuffs in high school you got into? No, no, not, not none of so that. None that would last more yeah. than eight seconds before. Yeah, the refs, linesmen, and everything. Well, I, I think it was with twelve-year-olds. I remember it was. Uh, I forget who our, our coaches were. Well, I do know, but I just don't want to say their names because I don't want to condone what we did. But they taught us how to fight. And so I remember like... <laughs> Levy, yeah, Yeah, Cadrage. So Levy and I, I remember there was like one tussle in the corner and we just started like throwing at each other. I'm like, okay, well, this is different. And then I think uh, there was like later games and like anytime, because we would usually be D partners and anytime I would get into shit, all of a sudden, here comes a freight train of levy just <laughs> bowling over people. So yeah, I, I, I just, start I just happen to be six two at uh, thirteen years old, yeah. so you know, run over every, anybody and everybody, right? So uh, I don't know. I guess I just kind of took that on me. But. Yeah. yeah, I was like five five nine. I, I hit the growth spurt early and then just capped out at five nine. Although my hockey card says I'm five eleven. <laughs> and I just still, I still remember that there was, yeah, the one where I was just, you know, literally it was nothing. It was just like a little, little scuffle. It was at like the blue line and it was after the, you know, the whistle was going and you throw the cross checks back and forth and out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even know you were on the ice and you just like full tilt. There's a hammer, a dude. I'm like, whoa. And there goes your PIM. Yeah. That, that, that's how they quickly add up. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember playing uh, ASHL for the Omega Strike Force oh boy. Uh, hockey yeah. team. I pulled some stats here on that. Too, oh, but, perfect. Uh, I, I remember we were, we were just out of high school and, and, you know, I was playing some lower end hockey and I, I got called up to the big squad, the Omega Strike Force team and uh, playing with some talented hockey players. And in one of the games, Matt goes toe to toe with like we must what seemed like a forty year old man who was three hundred pounds. I remember that, and, and like I don't I even amazed. think I don't even think we had graduated high school yet. I think we were in grade twelve. Yeah, I think that was my first legit. Yeah. Fight. Was it was amazing. Just toe to toe, like, and holy and shit, you stood up. Let me just fought that man. <laughs> he made him wait. Challenge of being six foot two, right? Everyone wants to fight you. Yeah, even forty year old men. Yeah, no, that, man, that's, yeah, that's funny that you remember that because that's definitely my first like legit hockey fight and in beer leagues. <laughs> well, you remember how we were back then, right? Yeah, we, right? We thought we were just like, oh, we're playing beer leagues now. Mm -hmm. We're out of high school. We're like just going to be graduating. So, you know, we were all like thinking pretty high of ourselves and uh, confidence I, I, just. Yeah, sky I think high. that same fight too. Like there was like. 
I do, like wasn't Jacques like on the on the ice with like another guy and like Jacques? Oh yeah, he was yeah pounding another guy yeah. like probably just as old as the guy. Out like, <laughs> yeah. Jacques' hands are double the size of mine, and he was literally just like pummeling this guy, and it was yeah. just like, oh my god, like what are oh, we yeah. getting ourselves into? These guys got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're just like yeah, high school. Yeah, we got a spare. We got a spare first thing. Yeah. Could you imagine going against kids like that right now? We'd be like, holy fuck. We'd yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what is their problem? Yeah. Like barely oh, now. Really those forty-year-old guys. We are. Yeah. We're yeah. only thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got some other the stats there because I remember. Yeah, that guy. I don't know what it was because I got the sportsmanship award in grade twelve, and then as soon as I got into beer leagues, I don't know. Well, I guess it may have been the beer uh, <laughs> that got to me. But uh, the pims seemed to to ratchet up there for me when I played uh, Omega or even the the goats. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I, I pulled stats on uh, on Moons and Levy, even though I did look up stats for you, Rycroft, oh, right. and me. Uh, <laughs> I, I was amazed, first of all. Uh, Matt has almost uh, 200 games in the ASHL, which doesn't doesn't even um, give it justice because you guys have probably switched leagues to Iceplex a couple times, yeah. and and uh, about 200 games, and then Mooney had uh, about 280. Uh, wow. There's probably there should be a plaque for that. Eight different teams here, but yeah, it'd be yeah, nice if yeah. we could Spare add up all of the all of the leagues. But it's fun to it's fun to look back on on that on the stats. The beer leagues. See, there's nothing penalty minute wise. Uh, that stands out, you know. The refs didn't call much, so, you know. Even if you get in a flight, you play. <laughs> you cool down it. a little bit after junior, right? So, sometimes they'll uh, just throw I you out. I think I did, but. Sometimes they'll just throw you out, and they don't even put it on the sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they get the fuck out of here. They weren't the best uh, scorekeepers there, <laughs> which is all right. And and that kind of I guess transitions into uh, you guys coaching now. Uh, how did you guys get into? How did you get into that? Like, what what ages were you when you started to really get into coaching? I was pretty young. I was uh, I was still playing Canucks actually at the time because my dad was coaching Double A, and it started off as like I think I was my first year at Canucks and he was coaching some young kids like eleven or twelve year olds and he's like oh you want to come out and help run practice because so and so one of his coaches couldn't come so I was like yeah sure I'll come help and then before you know it I was helping for a lot of the year and then I think the next year I actually was officially an assistant coach but I was there as much as I could be with still playing junior but and then. Uh, so coached double A for three-ish years, three and a half, pretty much, and then just got into high school. Once one of our coaches, when we were playing Canucks, Justin Steves, um, asked me he was coaching at John Taylor High School, and asked me to come on and run the D. Once I was done playing, and I was in education or trying to get into education at the time, I hadn't actually got wasn't I was still in, doing my undergrad, but so then. <clears throat> Jumped on with JT as a D coach, did that for four years, and then another two once I got hired at Stonewall, coaching high school, Just and then uh, left that to take on the role with the Canucks that we're currently in for the last, this would have been the sixth season. Next year will be seven. Yeah, so quite a while, I guess. Seven, do that math. It's, I don't know, since I was 18 pretty much or 19, so quite a while. And for you, Levy? Yeah, no, for me, not as extensive as Moons, obviously, but, like, I was pretty young, like, when I first got into it, like, I think probably 22 or 23, and, and that first year was actually with Moons, and his old man was with 
stubby and stubby. Yeah, I think it was. There, I think it was like twelve double A or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. And uh, and and to be honest, just getting into it is just just a love for hockey, right? Like you know, obviously this is a golf podcast, but uh, you know, my my main sport love is definitely hockey, and enjoyed playing it all the way through, and obviously still playing it now. So just just getting back and and giving back to the the community in that regard. But you know, so coached that one year, you know, with Moons, and then I kind of fell off after that. Then got back a couple years later, actually coached another. 12 year old team this time with Roscoe and Ringer uh, if you guys are listening but uh, 12, 12 A1 Westdale Warriors we had a lot of fun that year and uh, so that was good and then like another year or two went by and Mooney was you know doing well with the Pipers I think you had already won it at that point The yeah we won the, the cities and provincials the cities and provincials and then uh, it looked like you were going to be taken over with the Canucks and it was just kind of like hey like you know I know you've coached a little bit in the past and know how much you you know you like hockey and everything like that like do you just want to jump on board and and uh, kind of run with it. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Because like even, you know, being done for so long with the junior and then, you know, getting back into the coaching side of it, it's just hard to replace that, you know, competitive yeah. uh kind of feel right like going through that type of hockey game rather than like a beer league game so um to be honest like jumping into it not knowing how long it would last one year two year three or whatever uh like moon said here we're on uh year six and going to year seven yeah. and pandemic's kind of thrown a curveball in it a little bit but uh year seven we're we're planning to come back yeah and you guys are well, just getting direction from like hockey manitoba then and when things because this year's canceled this year's done yeah they called it a few weeks ago and uh, yeah, so they're gonna re- try again in in uh, September, but it gets complicated because you can age out of our league, right? So that we were only had one 21 year old this year, so he'll I'm shitty for him, but he's done. But there's some other teams that lose like seven, eight guys, right? So we we're fortunate we have everybody, almost everybody coming back, and but it gets complicated with cards because we can you can carry more guys up until January. Okay in most seasons so we were still sitting at a high number and then you got to get down to less than that around post january which is what everybody had to be at still this year even though we didn't even have a season so we'll keep yeah we don't that's all like super complicated but that we don't have to bore anybody with that <laughs> but, uh, but we're hoping things can get started up in the fall yeah, everything should the plan? start in September. Yeah, that's the plan. You get in the, the new barn there, the the renovated barn. Back at the Civ. Yeah, yeah that'd be ideal, right? Like, found out yeah. last week, actually, that they're behind a little bit because they found out there was uh, something wrong with the slab, like the concrete under <laughs> <laughs> under the... Irish crickets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> under, the, under the ice. So apparently they're redoing that, and it's going to be a little delayed. So we're, we got to play the first month at Bodley, I think, oh, and no. then we'll get back into Civic, yeah. But yeah, when we, were, when we first got into... Coaching the Canucks, it was like those Juice and Gav or buddies of mine, and they were taking over the team. And I had talked to them about what they were gonna, who was gonna be coaching, and they weren't sure. So I threw my hat in the ring. But part of it was like me and Levy played on some pretty good teams when we were playing Canucks, and the, the team was good. We were always near the top of the league. And then there's a few years after where it kind of they had been struggling, and when we took the team over, they they had missed the playoffs for the first time in like thirty something years. And uh, we came in and Perfect had a bit of a project on our hands. And yeah, we'd, we'd, we've had some success, so it's been good. Didn't you, it was that the year that uh, you, you got coach of the year or was that another year? It was, yeah. First year, yeah. yeah. First year, yeah. yeah. We're lucky to win that one. <laughs> yeah. Did, was there a trophy for that or no? 
Yeah. So I guess I did win another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the Nick Hill Memorial Trophy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nick nice. Hill. Yeah. I don't know. What was that furniture store? Kern Hill. Oh, Kern Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kern, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> furniture yeah, co-op. Yeah. Big supporter of the MM in his day, I guess. Yeah. Come that's on awesome. down. Yeah. Come on down. <laughs> yeah. I forgot so we, about we, that. Had a, we had a ton of turnover that year. And we came in. What do we? How many vets did we cut that year? We weren't too popular at the beginning because we we had let go. There was a ton of guys that could like come o- back. over ten. Yeah, you know what I mean, like eleven or twelve potential guys. returning yeah. guys that we decided to make some changes and brought in some new younger guys and <laughs> yeah, which was in hindsight well, the correct decision. Well, yeah. <laughs> it worked. That, out. that was the like the rookie year. That was like the '97 birth year, right? And then mm-hmm. you know. Four years later, when we went on our, on that run to the championship, right? Like our team was loaded yeah. with the 97s, right? And it was because we made that effort or that decision four years ago to go young mm-hmm. and then build for that, you know, future run, right? So, yeah. And that was that was pretty huge because that was, was that the f- the last full year before yeah. everything kind of yeah. fell apart? There hasn't been playoffs since then because yeah. last <laughs> season, the, the day before playoffs was when everything shit hit the yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. It was March 11th and we were, our playoffs were supposed to today, I guess. Right. Mm, that we're yeah. recording. That's awful. Yeah. And then, uh, March 12th, we were supposed to have, it was supposed to be Friday night, first game for playoffs. And then halfway through the day on, or no, it was Thursday night. Cause there was a series that was supposed to start Thursday night. Yeah. They took warm up, and then between up. warm up and the first period, they were told by the league, like you're done. Wow. And the league <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Haven't had playoffs since. <laughs> yeah. well, I, that. I can I can totally relate to that because uh, uh, last year I finished my fantasy league first place, had a first <laughs> a first week bye round, and then in the second round of the fantasy playoffs they shut down the NHL. So completely can uh, similar relate. feeling now. <laughs> Could have had a championship, yeah, but uh, it was robbed from me. Yeah, yeah, totally. just commiserating together. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's, well, another thing that I wanted to touch on too is with uh, the fantasy sports, because I know, Levy, have you been up still? Because you were you're doing some <laughs> doing some sweet bets there in hockey, and uh, has it all yeah. come crumbling down now? Yeah, or no, I'm still sitting at a positive float right now in the, uh, <laughs> the coolbet.com. Uh, check them out, coolbet.com. Uh, no free ads. Yeah. Uh, still sitting positive right now. I just, I haven't been on there a lot in the last couple of weeks. I've been busy, but... Uh, Doing what? Uh, well, you know. It was the old, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ask, it was you know it was the old lady's birthday. I was out at Clear Lake for a couple of days planning that, all sorts of stuff. But uh, you know, anyway, there and there just hasn't been much to really you know other than hockey, right? But I mean, that gets nothing, tiring. Nothing that's caught his eye. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right, waiting for something to jump out at me, but uh, like a big game or a bit big match. But like the Masters, right, is coming yeah, it's up coming right up. away. So oh, interesting yeah. DJ. year, right? Because. You know, we because of COVID, we just had the Masters what yeah, yeah. four or five months ago, yeah. right? So it's kind of fresh in everybody's minds. And basically, I bet on everybody <laughs> to win the Masters <laughs> in the last event, except Dustin Johnson. So I don't know if I'm the right guy that you should be talking to about this, but yeah. it's you know, a good strategy. What, yeah. what are the odds that he's going to win again? Well, you you tell us, <laughs> you tell us who you're betting on, and then what, you whoever go, you're you not, go, you go the opposite. <laughs> that's right? what, yeah. So that's who we pick. Well, it's funny though. I I, I put money on everybody but him because he was the best odds and I just didn't see the value in it. And, but then at the same time, like bell, Ryan bell, he had a, he had a master's pool where you would just choose through a list of guys, you know, whatever it was, 10 guys. And uh, I did win that pool. So I did have some success in that one. And I, I think I sprinkled all over the board in that one, but, uh, 
I mean, what are the odds that DJ is going to win a back-to-back in the span of a couple, like, four months? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that's possible? I guess so. What did he do today? Last I saw, he was even today, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The don't players know started today. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at Did that leaderboard that? today that Corey Connors is... Corey yeah, he's been playing well. He's, he's, he's firing right now. Yeah, he's swinging he's well. Canadian kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you see that uh, that tweet or that... It was, I think it was on Instagram, Ian Poulter? No. He was, like, sitting at a table in the players' lounge and, uh, I, players I saw lounge that, yeah. and said, like, plus 29 on it. And he's like, everybody sitting around this table is like, we're a bunch of whatever, chirping themselves because it was, like, him, Rory... Some guy I didn't know. What oh, it was. it was Henrik and, uh, and Henrik Stenson had just left the yeah, table. Tyrell Hatton. Collectively, they were plus twenty nine yeah, on geez. the day today. Yeah, that's because that's just. So, go. I, I hope Levy didn't bet on any of those. No, guys. no, no. <laughs> I went and looked at it. it was because Stenson was like plus fourteen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then everyone else was like plus five, plus six. But like, <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, Connor's like he's been lights out. Like I know Mike's a big Connor's guy. Like I wouldn't. Connor's. Guy. I wouldn't mind throwing something on him. But I like uh, JT. JT. Yeah, he's cool, cool yeah. Cat. Yeah. Although he seems to have kind of fallen off after the whole Ralph Lauren thing, where he uttered the the homophobic slur, and now he. I just don't think his confidence is there right now. Yeah, I don't know idiot. if you want to. He's just got such a smooth swing. When oh, you yeah. watch him hit, it's just like you know he's got to win one, and he gives hope for the tiny guys because he yeah. can still bomb yeah. for like Mike and Mike and I. It's yeah, like, never liked him. <laughs> I can't stand that yeah. guy. Wait, am I a tiny guy? Yeah. I'll take that short. as a compliment. Short, oh. short but sturdy. Short and, <laughs> short but sturdy. Short and stout. Yeah. Speaking of stouts, one of our sponsors is Guinness. And, uh, and uh, St. Patrick's beer. Day is coming up. So yeah, it's uh, actually right around the corner. I don't, I don't know what's... Pub. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I guess you, you'll be able to go out. you got to stay with your household, I'm guessing. I think so, or yeah. Yeah, you can... Uh, or just have a bonfire in your backyard. So, so off topic, but kind of on topic, <laughs> but like golf is on. Is that what it's called? Golf's on or golf zone? Yeah. Like, golf's that, on. Golf's on. You don't JP at golf's on. Yeah. You, you don't have to, week. you don't have to be from the same household to go there. That's no, you can right. go. You can go you can there go with someone else. Is that what it is? But two, but yeah. you can't, you can only get alcohol if you're looking to have a beer while you're there. You can only do that if you're with somebody from the same household. What? So I went with my brother, and we weren't allowed to have a nice crispy. Beer. Did you have to wear a mask okay, well, or anything? Okay. Or like, yeah, well, maybe edit this one oh, okay. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to you got to wear a mask. Are you a better golfer than your brother? <laughs> I I used to be. Yeah, he's I, I think it up. I, if if I had to play him <laughs> for like uh, go toe to toe. In a match, I I I think I'd beat him. But so. we'll have to he beats me up. from time to time. Oh, you guys play all the time, so who wins? I generally beat him, but he's been beating me the, the odd time lately. But we we usually shoot v- over the last couple of years. He's dropped his handicap from he's the same as me now, so he's a five, and he used to be like three years ago. He was probably a twelve or a thirteen. Yeah, I was remember I would so go early morning. He he'd be always, out there. He was always mid eighties, and then he moved uh, moved to Overdale a few years back now. But then he, uh, yeah, he started going out like before work, walking yep. over to the bone, going before work, and then he he's obsessed with golf now, which is like <laughs> awesome. Golf's unreal, but he's he's obsessed with it, and he's he's really good. It, yeah. And one of my other questions was, uh, you know, you had mentioned your dad and your mom got you guys into golf. And I was curious if you remember, or maybe it hasn't happened yet, the day that you beat your father in the game of golf. <laughs> First I game. do, I do, actually. I beat him. It was, I've probably only played, is it, it's, it's Kildonan. It's not West Kildonan, it's Kildonan. I think right? it's, yeah, Kildonan Park. Yeah, yeah. So that course, I probably only played that course twice in my life. But I remember once I played it. 
with my dad, my uncle, my grandpa, and I beat my dad for the first time. I remember that. Do you remember how old you were? I wasn't driving yet. 14 or 15, maybe. Well, you were working at a Cinnabon, so you could have been No, I wasn't working years at a Cinnabon yet. It was right before. No, I think I, I might have been 16. Wow. Either way, yeah. Now, and then Mike loves to golf, but he won't be golfing this year. Right, yeah, didn't he even no, rupture his ACL? Tore his Achilles. Oh, tore his Achilles, yeah. yeah. Brutal. Yikes. Just wear and tear. <laughs> he didn't like, there was no like significant like blow or anything. Yeah. Feel those calves on the guy? Like, just, yeah, exactly. Absolutely weighing that Achilles yeah. down for years. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's surgery today. Veins oh, popping man. out of those calves. All went well, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask Matt a similar question. Did, did your parents get you in golf? Were you golfing with your parents? And have you ever beat your father in the game of golf? Yeah, no, uh, like definitely my dad got me into it for sure when I was younger and, and we, we used to go all the time, like, well, at least a couple of times for summer, right. You know, and, and, and play together. But, uh, honestly, as I got older, um, I don't think he played as much as I got older. And he also now, like he, like he's got a fake hip, so like he can't like swing great right now. And like, or like in general, like he used to play baseball all the time and like he can't do any of that anymore. So I think he hung up or, or put away the clubs, put away the clubs, um, you know, when I was relatively young, like in my mid 20s. So I haven't played with him since that. Uh, so no, I have not ever beat him. Um, <laughs> but uh, as I try and get what more about lower here, you know, maybe, maybe he'll swing. Yeah, yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think we can set that match up a yeah. father son mm-hmm. tournament, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have to used to have that. The, the Cinnaboyne, the penal oh. parent child golf yeah, tournament. You go unreal. out there and you, you'd have a parent, whether it be a, a mom fun. or a dad or a grandparent, aunt, uncle, whatever it was. And yeah, you just play nine holes with, you get a hot dog. And Ooh, I like hot dogs. You remember who won that every <laughs> single year? Would, was it Instance? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, fucking Derek. Derek and Bruce. Bruce was a pro at one point, and Derek was like winning the club championship. He was older than us by a few years, but he was winning it every year. And they'd win that thing. And then Derek started working in the shop. So he And then of he course you you stop playing well yeah, once you work in the golf yeah, shop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't play as much when you're working there. Well that's one one thing too that I didn't know well uh, for both of you guys, I guess. Um, but just kind of how you escalated in your play. Because I remember when kind of when Levy first started well not like when you were a kid, but when, you know, we'd have some some pops on the golf course and whatever. And it would be a struggle. But then from like then to now, kind of like how that like what did, what have you done to improve your game? Honestly, can't say anything. Really, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, just it's always been casual for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've never taken taken lessons or. But it's or, getting better. Yeah, and that's just like more attention to detail, I guess, when you go out there. And like when we were younger, like mid twenties, like you know, it, it just kind of turned into a social event, right? Like we'd yeah, be out there true. drinking beers and, and having fun and not having, you know, any worries in the world. Right. And, and doing that. And then, you know, as you get a little bit older, you, uh, you know, you're still having beers, but not every round is going to be, you know, a, a crazy party like it was in your, your early twenties. <laughs> right. right? So, so I think it's just paying more attention now and, uh, and, uh, just concentrating more when you're going out there and, you know, also I still have my ups and downs, but, uh, I definitely think it's, it's going the right way. Yeah. And, and you got some new equipment in Iowa, you know, it's, 
equipment is everything, right? You know, you get some new irons, and, and that's going to change the whole game. So I, I think you're you're going to shave a few uh, five strokes off. off <laughs> well, I was honestly head. like like laughing when I sent that picture to you guys before this podcast a couple days ago of my current iron set. <laughs> it was like a three yeah, iron, yeah. a five iron, the five piece, uh, a six iron. We'll have to share that all, on all the, different uh, brands of clubs too, yeah. which I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, you gotta but uh, that, you got to put that picture on yeah. the Instagram. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to even say it. But like, yeah. you know, that's what I was using, right? Because it, like that was literally the set that I Clubs got when I was a kid. But like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they might have been the right tool. Might have been shortened too. Yeah, you know, like I got them when I was <laughs> fucking <stuff>. fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hunched okay. over a little no, bit. Just yeah. for the love of the game, though, you got to get out there and swing. Doesn't matter what you have, right? Six, six foot two playing junior clubs. <laughs> that could be a part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, Bryson plays his long irons uh, with a shorter length, so maybe maybe Matt's onto something here. Yeah, yeah. Me and Bryson for sure. <laughs> How about you, Moons? Because there is, because we always used to shoot about the same when we were at a Cinnaboyne uh, as a, yeah. as juniors and working the shop. And then it just took off. Was that just consistent play? I know you went out with Esso a bit. You played some like pro juniors or some pro yeah. ams with him. Yeah, a little bit when Esso was still alive. Played with him a few times, quite a few times. And I think that's that's what it was for me. It was when I was working at the course, golfing with <laughs> the members that were there. When I was working there, and all the members would be like, "Oh yeah, come and we need a guy for men's night. You could play with them and." You play with these older guys and you're always playing for something and like shots start to matter a little bit when you play with Esso, it was like i don't know what he was talking about but he's like i'll press you beat him on a hole and he's like i'll press you and you're like <laughs> you're like 17 you don't know much about gambling yeah. you're like yeah oh okay sure you, you <laughs> owe then, me that five cents from the till <laughs> yeah yeah and then like you beat him on another hole because at the time he was uh not playing as good at golf, but he still had all the shots in the bag. But you'd manage, like, if I, you beat him on a hole, I'll press you, I'll press you. And then all of a sudden, he'd draw on those big lines. Remember, he'd draw those oh, lines yeah. on the scorecard? Yeah, he'd have a coffee stained scorecard. Oh, and yeah. It looked like an ashtray. And, and, he, and he just pushed the pencil yeah. so hard when he wrote. It was like going to go through the paper. <laughs> and he's drawing these lines where he'd press you. I remember the one time, and he'd, he'd beat you the odd time and reset it. But I remember one time he had, like, quadruple pressed me or something like it was <laughs> crazy so you, yeah just playing with older members where and pro and whatever where stuff kind of mattered a little more and then when Millsy became the pro I played with him quite a bit actually and he'd have the odd tip here or there but nothing I don't I was never a big fan maybe I should have been I was never a big fan of lessons or I hate the driving range I just wanted to go play mm -hmm. so it'd be like just go play and record a score it was like and I always wanted to see my handicap come down. There's some people who want it to go up because they want strokes. Right. Yeah. I always wanted mine to go down because I felt like I was improving at golf. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. But you get all these members. You remember when you worked yeah. there? Members would come into the computer. Blair, help me put in my score. Okay. So you go over and you're helping them put it in. And they're like, oh, shit, it went down. And you're like, that's what you want. Like, you, you played better. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to get any snips. Like, uh, whatever. And, and what do you point out right now as far as the handicap? I ended last year at a five, I think. It was between Ooh. a four and a five. Yeah. So we'll see where that stays for the 
Heckler's Champagne yeah. Championship. Yeah. Oh, I got to get it. Because I know, I know, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I know we all get it up. We, we always <laughs> argued over. Yeah, we, gotta, we always argued over what, what Levy's handicap is because we got to get you on the Gulf. I'm actually on the Gulf Canada app now again. Yeah, so I'm, I'm back oh, yeah. in there. We did look it's up Linda Levins from uh, <laughs> Abbots, Abbotsford, BC, and we took her handicap. Oh, Aunt Linda. Aunt yeah. Linda. Yeah. Yeah. So, There's lots good of free, old Aunt Linda. Lots of free apps that you can do too to record your cap. Like before, my brother was a member. He had there's like a Nike one that he used to use. Yeah, you just enter your score. And it's pretty simple. The way the app is now too, a Golf Canada app. You just open it. Yeah. Post score. <laughs> hit the two numbers <laughs> yeah. and then push the button and you're it's good. A, a great app and they have uh, now they have uh, like satellite imaging and, mm-hmm. and yardage marking so it's gotten a lot better If so if you're paying that $40 a year yeah. for that app it's kind of worth it I think it, so uh, mm-hmm. it comes with golf insurance too right. so if your <laughs> your clubs get stolen or broken uh They'll replace them. Yeah. They, they won't cover Levy's five-piece set, though, or six-piece <laughs> yeah. Those are irreplaceable, man. You can never yeah. find that anywhere. <laughs> that happens to, yeah, that was that was the Put funniest picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For free. Kids I don't think set. I'm going to pick them up. <laughs> Kids Keep left-handed them. set. <laughs> Whereabouts now then, uh, do you guys play some Mooney? You're at Assiniboine. And then Levy, where yeah. do you usually uh, play? Yeah, no, and again, I've never been a member anywhere. Um, so like mo- most, most of the time growing up was always a Cinnaboyne or Bloomberg or something like that. Um, and then, you know what I mean? Just wherever anyone wants to go, if we're going out to a lake somewhere, you know, go, go to Heckler you take or, the do, or do whatever. Right. So I've never been a member anywhere. And, uh, you know, Glendale, I've been a couple times too, as well. When a few guys were members oh, nice. back, back in the day, but, uh, just, just honestly all over the place. Glendale, that's a place they got to, if they would lower their memberships, just a tad. Their location is so good. Oh, especially yeah, for you to be on the west side of the city there. Yeah. And now that, yeah, it's, it's pretty open. They got tennis there as well. I think yeah. I was inquiring there to see if I get in there, but we'll see. We'll see how much Bell, golf. Bell joined there for this right? year. Right. Yeah. He's in? Was he there last year? Or is he? He joined at like the very end of the year, yeah. Oh, okay. Guy who loves the driving range. Well, yeah, we saw a few of those those vids on Instagram just yeah, yeah. getting his yeah. swing finally tuned. Yeah, he's song. a big golf song I think guy. he went to Golf Tech and they hit him over the head for some lessons. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's what I was saying. I'll I was, pay you anyway. I, I heard he, was, he was trying out the new Sim 2 driver and mm-hmm. uh, he might have hit something on his backswing there. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he's working hard at it. His, his goal, he wants to. We played a couple matches last year. We played last year and at he wants, uh, Kingswood. Kingswood, right? yeah. And, uh, he fell off the railing. Pretty yeah, quick. we we tied we tied that match because we're playing match play because oh, he yeah, wants he to beat strokes. me, and he get, I gave him twelve strokes. I gave him like we're, we're playing match play, so I basically gave him twelve holes, and we he on the eighteenth hole, I parred and he parred, net birdied. So he beat Jeez. me on that hole to tie the match because I lipped out on 17 to win the match. So I, we squared that one, and then I second match I handled him. But then, but he he's like dead set. He texts me every couple of days like, "Oh, the match! Like I want to play you straight up." It's like he wants to beat me so bad, but he's working hard. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. That's good. That's Name good. of the game. <laughs> And same with karaoke. It's working hard at the old karaoke <laughs> yeah. machine. Him and Timmy G. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and you got to have some Timmy G stories. Oh, well, yeah. Well, well hopefully we <laughs> may end up Timmy at, at Fourth Line Pub and Grill. We may do a live show there. We'll get Timmy G on and 
the reshows and so there were shots uh started their own cannabis business too, yeah. as well is that what i saw yeah, i think like, so yeah. yeah okay all right yeah. make sure They're i connected the, connected the dots there yeah. it's like weed but it's like Jimmy it's like, G, it's, like yeah. bu- it's like bud guys or something like that yeah, or bud big boys buds. Or, or big big, big buds, buds. Yeah. 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 yeah should we invest yeah, yeah. no, no free ads <laughs> i don't even know i don't know what the the rules are for advertising <laughs> cannabis i don't know what it is this Stops. podcast may get shut down i don't know i don't know how that works what are you guys what are your handicaps at right now 14 we got to get the, yeah i uh, got the golf i think it was like 14.7 i added a okay. few rounds from last year when i when i played at breezy with the in-laws so i added a few of those and i think i'm at about a 14.7 so we'll see because we got a pretty early start this year at hecla if uh, everything turns out you're, and and hopefully it does you're so. adding your uh your rounds from the uh, playstation <laughs> <Right>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the one thing i got levied together Remember that uh, he got a new joystick. He got the new controller. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, would, we would play, what was it, Golf Club 2019. Yeah. And Online. Oh, man. Like, we'd be just waiting for Levy, just thinking, like, he's fucking with us. But it's like, no, he just. <laughs> he was doing the Ricky Fowler, like, take it back halfway. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, maybe he just wanted to line her up. And then it was, like, 28 more times. <laughs> and then over the, over the, whatever. Because we were playing on- online, and he's like, oh, fuck, it's fucking control. He's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Yeah. But now i got a new controller, and yeah, man, no, no, turn no, that game around. Now the swing is smooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's on fire. Yeah. Back we haven't to- played in a while, though, actually. We- no, yeah, we probably should oh. get on that. Yeah, that'd be, that game's awesome. Back to Moons' question. I'm, I'm at a 17.6 right now. I check nice. it every day. One, per, one. <laughs> I like the weather. Yeah, yeah. You're putting a lot of scores in right yeah, now. Not getting a lot in right now. But, it seems uh, to be staying the one same. Per right <laughs> one per hole. Eighteen handicaps. When I, whenever you, I played in tournaments at, like I used to go with the odd Millsy would take me to the odd pro am and stuff. Every pro, like in those pro ams, they have a group of five. So there'd be four amateurs and the pro. Every guy had a amateur on his team with an eighteen or over handicap because oh. mm-hmm. it was like whatever format you're playing yeah. they wanted a guy yeah. who had a shot on every hole yep so shout out to those teams uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm looking to join a squad I, <laughs> yeah. as we mentioned last time uh, i've never been in an amateur tournament and uh so that'd be good to get into get millsy to take us to a pro-am this year. yeah we should we should all get in on the group yeah play a little scramble i don't know what, what do they usually do they usually play scrambles it's different no it's never scrambles because the pros are playing for oh, money right. playing yeah. their own ball so they, uh, sometimes it's like best three of five or there's this one super complicated one where it's like on the par fives, you take two guys scores on the par fours, you take three guys scores and the par threes, you take four guys scores. Oh, so like you got on the par threes, That's like everybody's, everybody's got to shape yeah. up. Like you can't, can't have somebody, well, I guess one person can shit the bed, but yeah. <laughs> Still. Yeah. What's uh, one of the, cause we play the, obviously the St. James Canucks tournament every year. And one of my favorite things is sometimes we'll, we'll play with Levy's group, but usually you guys are separated. And is yeah, the lines we got? We got yeah, we got to bring a group each. Yeah, I got to bring a group each. But then it's Levy's lines to the to the cart girl. What are some <laughs> What are some fire lines that you bring out to the cart girl? <laughs> what, what shows you always? What are your favorite? Have any favorite shows? Yeah. <laughs> seen any good yeah. Seen any good shows lately? Yeah. That was one. Yeah. What have you been watching lately? What's on Netflix? You know, something good like that. But I don't know. I get all my good lines from Mike. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I like how we asked we asked that question. But uh, these two guys are going to be off the market. They'll be popping the cherry. Hopefully, sometime this year, uh, if COVID cooperates. So, congratulations. 
to the boys. Yeah. If any of the females are listening, I, I'm sure no women listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, anyways, probably not, no. but <laughs> regardless, uh, I'm hoping everything works out for you guys. Plan a social right now, or are you guys doing? Socials. I had a social obviously booked yeah. and planned for early February this year, and that obviously got uh, canceled with everything with COVID. But uh, uh, weddings for early October, so like I'm still holding out some faith that we might be able to do some type of fundraiser. Like I don't think it'll end up being like a traditional social, but mm-hmm. like if I could do some sort of like outdoor golf tourney, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah maybe <laughs> be like, part of the Canucks <laughs> tourney. We'll do another yeah. another yeah. round after the Knuckers yeah. tourney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean. Like, That'd be sick, like, actually. Like a fundraiser <laughs> yeah. outdoors, or like a beer gardens outdoors, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like just something to, you know, help raise a little bit of money. But uh, you know, so still planning on that, and uh, and obviously hoping the the actual wedding date doesn't get moved at this point either. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, certainly a stressful time to be uh, trying to plan a wedding. Uh, I have gone an opposite route of what Matt and Karina have done, and uh, just not planned anything. <laughs> Just keeping uh, the the PJ pilot pilot on on call, and then we'll fly all you guys out to uh, yeah. Maui. Yeah. Maui. Um, <laughs> Someone's got to have a destination here at some years. point. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're waiting yeah, on we're, someone. We'll all get the poke and we'll go. Of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually. Holy smokes. We'll get Ice, the poke Ice and then Man's we'll go somewhere. A, Iceman's is a camp manitude. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> it does well, now. Hey, it's a COVID yeah. one, whatever. That's yeah. It's somewhere somewhere in Manitoba, whatever. Yeah. As long as it's outside of the city, hey. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. That's travel. Yeah. That's where we go is to Hecla. Make the trip. Count is outside the city. <laughs> camp manitude. All right. Well, we'll get into the, the back nine. Yeah. Lightning round, because Mike's got round. these. The contestants yeah. have made it to the back nine <laughs> lightning round. <laughs> Except there's only seven questions, not nine. But oh. that's, that there's, doesn't matter. Uh, it isn't very lightning. It isn't very lightning quick. We've found. No, <laughs> but there's fourteen because there's two of them. All oh, right. Okay. Here we go. Again, Perfect. I'm pretty good at math. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I think the way we're gonna run this is uh, Moons. You answer. We're gonna ask one question. Moons, you start, and then okay. Levy can. Uh, Bring it, bring it in from behind. Bring it home. Bring it home. All right. Jeez. Whoa, whoa. Bring it in from behind. Yeah. Back Can you door. tell these guys have worked together for yeah, yeah. yeah, we've actually lived together. We've worked together. We have, we have quite a history together, to be yeah. honest. You should get into a little bit of that. Another That's time. another podcast. So, After you guys uh, are married, then it becomes more difficult to get rid of you. Uh, first question everyone's aware of because everyone's been listening to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, have you ever got a hole in one and how many have you had? Uh, no. Have none. you have you gotten close? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I have no holes in one. If you hole had in to- ones, hole holes in one. None. But I've been very close a bunch of times. One time I was right behind the hole, like the ball was if the tee box Nobody can see, but back here, <laughs> my ball was directly behind the hole. Like on, it had to have lipped out, I think. Or How many directly inches around the pin? Two, maybe <laughs> two inches. <laughs> and uh, it was on the par four, fifteenth hole at Assiniboine. <laughs> so that would have been that would have been huge. And wow. then, uh, wow. and then par threes downwind a, a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, downwind. Out of the tunnel. Lots of roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. Uh, yeah, the closest. Yeah, then last year, almost had an albatross. 
That's another almost, so it doesn't fuck me. All right, yeah. <laughs> Lots of almost. There. So to answer what your a, question, Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> just, hey, uh, just a no would have been would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Maddie? Any close ones? Uh, my answer will be uh, quicker than that. Uh, no and no. <laughs> yeah. Although, like when we were playing oh, a few times, like even last year at Bell Acres, you had those approach shots. Like well, keyed in. Like, I don't know what like happened. Like a hundo there. and a hundo twenty in. Like yeah. I'm pretty money with my wedge there, and you know that's my shot. But knifing uh, him in there. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> hacking and whacking at them, fucking letting the wind take him a little bit. Yeah. But but hole in one. Yeah. No, I don't. I I definitely don't have one. And uh, you know probably the closest I've been is like ten yards out of the pin. Right. Soft hands <laughs> on the course, but not on the ice. <laughs> good news is it doesn't matter how good you are because I remember working at the course. Right. Some of the people that would come in with hole in ones. Makes you want to puke. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Like you're golfing a lot. And I you saw want to get him like, but nothing. I saw something on Twitter. It's like some guy like like retweeted or something. It was like this guy had 27 hole in ones or something. Like just just <laughs> some insane. like random yeah. nobody. Like just like yeah, yeah this is his 27th hole in one. He's just like yeah. all fired up. He's, He's playing like, at Crescent Drive yeah. every day. No, no, no. It was like yeah. somewhere else, yeah. but like lifetime member at Crescent yeah. Drive. Right. Yeah. Um, next one here. Uh, recent rule changes allow you to putt with the pin in. Do you putt with the pin in or putt with the pin out pin out pin out yeah i think that goes back to like you guys you know jr you're a pin out guy yep. and you guys started young and mm-hmm. very traditional golfers <laughs> and i always golfed with the pin out myself but yeah. i i like having that pin there to aim at especially in long putts like if it's within four feet i'm taking the pin out because i again i do like to hear that that ball yeah. drop in even if somebody's giving me a gimme I'm putting that out, like, cause, yeah. cause I like don't want to give me a gimme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, no, uh, I, I take it out. I've seen too many times, not necessarily putting, but cause you always had to take it out, but chipping where it'd be looked like it would go right at the hole and it would hit the pin and bounce out or something. So I'm just paranoid of that. Right. Yeah. Plus, I just you look, and this is dumb, but. Not too many guys on the tour leave it in, eh, boy? <laughs> <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. It's pretty simple. That's a good point. What were you, Levy? Yeah, not that I've had many where I've putted where it has been in where it's come out, but just for the sake of uh, the golf gods and uh, being a, a traditionalist, uh, I'll say uh, pin out for sure. Wow, a bunch yeah. of pin outers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's all right. Um, so next question, where do you play regularly? Obviously, we've we've name-dropped yeah, the, the, Royal, the Royal Assiniboine <laughs> Golf Course. Uh, the Boneyard. The Bone, yeah. Um, um, what's your? Where do you play regularly? Outside of the Boyne, my, uh, <laughs> my parents have a place just past Gimli. So I play links at the lake quite a bit. It's in, I feel like in the past few years, it's been in unbelievable shape. So links at the lake, I play quite a bit. And then every year I try to get to Hecla. Hecla's awesome. But the most, it would be a Cinnaboyne, links, and then Bell Acres usually a few times a year too. Yeah, they got a good good track out there. Very challenging, long for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we found. I never, yeah. I never get out of there uh, very well. <laughs> but, uh, how about you, Levy? Honestly, yeah, year by year, it's different. But, like, just for last year, like, I hate to keep name dropping the bone, but that's <laughs> that's probably where I played 90% of my rounds last year was at the bone. That's, that's where you learn. Yeah. Where everybody knows your name. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fun times at the bone. <laughs> so, uh, I think there's some, some big courses that could be named on this next question. Uh, what is the most memorable course you've ever Played. Uh, it's 
Spyglass. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. I, I knew you'd yeah. say Spyglass. <laughs> yeah. and spyglasses came up in previous episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was uh, JR's wedding was down in San Francisco. And we, uh, his gift to myself and Levy for being in the wedding party was he took us golfing at Spyglass, which was, it was going to be Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Well, Pi- Spyglass is at Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. But then we went to Pebble and they're like, oh, we aerated today. And you're like, I remember you were like, is there an aeration fee? <laughs> and the, guy, the guy's like, no. no. <laughs> so he's like, uh, Spyglass is really quiet though. And it's like the same, but it was the same price because it's, uh, harder. Not just, not just saying that. this cause we played there, but yeah. it's known. Lots of people say it's the nicer of the two other than a couple of holes, but mm-hmm. overall it's the, I've, you hear it's the nicer of the two and. Interesting. I remember most of that round. <laughs> I don't. I remember it was like on the fifth or sixth hole and the, the cart girl cart. came by, beer cart came by yeah. and Levy was like, just let's fucking turn this up. He's like, it's your wedding. I'm like, holy shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Well, and we, all of a sudden we turned were, to a stay. We were waiting like, yeah, to, like, yeah. Well, like, we're like, where is the beer cart girl? Like we got to get <laughs> yeah. going here. It was like hole five. Like let's get going here. Yeah. Because one, we were young. Right. And like, yeah, we yeah. were pretty young. And like, too, because we were young, we didn't really get a chance to have like an official stag for you. Right. So then like me and Moon's like going up there, we're like, okay, like we're going to make Spyglass or Pebble, whatever we're playing. We're going to make this like a stag and just like yeah. get him obliterated. <laughs> yeah. in, in hindsight, we might have taken it a little, we should have maybe taken it a little easier, but it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. Well, but, uh, <laughs> I remember most of the course. I remember most of the I course. Know. I remember <laughs> what I shot. We'll play it on video games. Is and it, we'll remember. Yeah. Is it right on the on the coast there too? A few of the holes, to, yeah, yeah, a few of the holes. But it the first hole. I remember is, it being really fucking tough. The first like yeah. four holes are right on the ocean. The first hole, that downhill par five, mm-hmm. dog leg left, right towards the ocean. It's been the background of my phone ever since. Mm. <laughs> well, the lock nice. screen is the kids, and then when you <laughs> yeah. swipe it to unlock yeah. the kids, then it's spyglass. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I remember. It, yeah, and then before we teed off, Rycroft and. He took us, which was beyond generous. And then he's like, "You guys made the trip." He goes, uh, "We're playing the tips." And then, <laughs> and then I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I'm down. And then Levy was somewhat hesitant, but like game for it. And uh, your father-in-law was with yep. us too. Yeah. And he didn't play the tips. <laughs> no. He moved up, but the three of us played the tips because Rycroft was like, and I'll never forget. He's like, if we're going to fucking play it, we're going to play it the way the pros play it. <laughs> Six <laughs> holes later, he's puking on the fairway. I don't know if that's how the pros play it. <laughs> it might be. Maybe. That's how they do it now. You but guys remember what you shot there? Uh, or? Just, I you still got a scorecard. Card, yeah. We got a scorecard. We got bag tags. Yeah, those we bag tags all. are sick. I, yeah. I remember I shot, uh, I shot 87. From just the huge, tips, which I was. Yeah, you're born, fine so with. and I was freaking wasted <laughs> for the last little while. Like the first, I started out hot, and then I just I was able to coast. <laughs> I, I salvaged it a pretty decent round. Well, that was uh, when when the bar cart did come. I think you were looking to get like Jose Cuervo or some tequila, and it was like twelve bucks. You're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, like no, I, I I remember that because I think I I was like, we're gonna get three tequila shots and then like three double spice yeah, tequilas, doubles, right? Right? doubles, <laughs> whatever it was. And uh, they showed they showed me the premium bottle. I was like, no, just give me the bar, whatever the tequila mm. is. And uh, I know that, I'm a bartender. That, 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 <laughs> then the doubles, and then uh, like again, we were young here. Like, yeah. how old were you when you got married? Twenty two. Uh, like, were you even twenty one yet? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were 22, 23, whatever. And uh, she gives me the bill. It was like 80 bucks for like three, like the three drinks. Oh, three, I remember three Levy shots. And I was like, car. holy fuck, 80 bucks went around. Levy got back in the car and she's like, holy fuck. You know how much drinks are? I was like, wow, yeah. I'm about but to it, find out in a couple of yeah. weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, wouldn't bat an eye at it now, obviously. No. But like we were young and like in the, no, in the States too, right? Yeah. So. Well, and then by the time that was like the sixth hole or something. And then by the time we got... We didn't see her again until we got to the ninth, so we went to the shack, and then Dave, your father-in-law, was kind enough to drive, so because it was like two hours from San Francisco, yeah. so yeah. he drove. Shout out to so, Dave. Yeah, yeah so I was David. like, so we're drinking, getting, so I think it was my we're round. Drinking in the car on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Dave knows yeah. that, but yeah. Yeah. he found out. Yeah. yeah. So, so I remember coming up to the shack and. Uh, it was my turn, my round, so I get a couple of rums, and Levy had got doubles the first time, so we stick with the doubles, which is probably what did us in, because a double down there is pretty wild. Yeah. So then, but then I'm like, well, Dave, do you want like a Coke or a bottle of water or something? He's like, I'm looking at the, what they got, and he's like, no, no, I'm kind of hungry though, I'll grab a hot dog. So I was like, oh, okay, and a hot dog. And then the round was like 60-something bucks, and then I was like, oh, Okay. And I thought, like, wait, how how much was that fucking hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> it was like twenty something bucks for a hot dog. Oh, hot dog. Wow. I was like, oh, he drove <laughs> cheaper than a cab. Yeah. Prime rib hot dog, and then and then Prime Matt. Rib hot dog. <laughs> Kobe beef hot dog. <laughs> yeah. And then Matt, obviously you you were playing yeah. Spyglass, but yeah. would you rank that as your most memorable course? Well, I mean, what about I TPC because you mean, boys I played could, TPC I could for sure. And uh, Scottsdale. We, we, we went into it pretty good there, but uh, thankfully I've also played another PGA level course <laughs> with someone that's sitting at this table. Um, but yeah, no, we went down on uh, you know a team building uh, uh, Rec- recruit, retreat? retreat, recruit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Mike and I and a few other guys, and uh, we were lucky enough to play uh, TPC Scottsdale. And I was thinking the stadium too, course, right? The, the stadium, stadium course, course. Yeah, we played yeah. The stadium so, course and the championship oh, okay. course. Actually, we played yeah. stadium in the morning, championship in the afternoon. Yeah, and then we played True North. Jeez. And then also this like mountain course that was like on the side of a mountain. So like, yeah. so yeah. that was like cleverly a, named. Yeah, I, I might might remember the name of it, but like yeah. So so uh, it was a great team building exercise. We built a, the biggest team I ever built. Uh, but yeah, the, the first day, the first day, which was tough because we we played TPC Scottsdale Stadium course was the first course we played. It was in November, and we hadn't golfed in Winnipeg in a, in a couple months. So that's mm-hmm. the first course we play. So that and I was I remember I shot like a 101. I was trying to hit out of the rough there. Like it, it was challenging. It was challenging. We <laughs> had the thing a, with those courses. The rough is insane. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my game wasn't at the best level that it's no. been in a while. And then plus being off for the, the, yeah. the first couple months of winter, um, you know, I definitely wish we would have played better. The cool thing but, was we uh, had a, a four caddy and the caddy, the caddy was awesome. Run out into the fairway yeah. while we're teeing off. And nice. he'd basically just tell you where to putt. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, when when you would tee off and he would run in the fairway, and if you hit into the fairway, he'd put his arms up in the air, yeah. like signaling a touchdown, basically, right? If right. you're like in the right. fairway, right, like great drive, or yeah. or if you were in the rough or in the woods, he'd swing his arms <laughs> up, <laughs> left or right, whichever way you're going. With oh, me, I, I felt was, I felt like I tagged that one. He's got the yeah. arms up to the yeah. 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 He'd so, point left for me, right for Mike. So, so that was a, yeah, that was a great day, course. But, I remember taking a handful, multiple multiple handfuls of tees, and those tees. <laughs> 
lasts me for like two years. But yeah, uh, and then so thanks. We played uh, thanks, obviously DPC. hole sixteen. There, it was November. They had just started uh, building the scaffolding for the uh, that stadium hole. How many people does that thing hold? Uh, I think it's uh, the 10, 15, 20,000. Like it's a lot. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of people. And it wasn't fully up, but like the bones of it yeah. were up. What and was then, interesting, and some of the seats were up interesting too, to me was they build this scaffolding for this tournament mm-hmm. and then take it down after, yeah. which yeah. I would have thought it was just a permanent yeah. structure. But I guess the members probably wouldn't want a big stadium out there uh, every time. But, <laughs> yeah. So we we played that, and then we uh, in the afternoon we played the champion side and I, I remember playing a lot better and then the next day we played another 36 holes we played uh tapa teo hills that's the uh, hill. that's lookout a mountain which yeah. is a beautiful lookout course yeah. in the afternoon we played wildfire by uh oh did uh, we played five courses we played six we played 36 holes three days in a row <laughs> Yeah, it was a marathon. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Of, I remember going into it. I was like, "This Wild is going to be a fire." Long was in like <laughs> North Scottsdale. What's the guy's name? Do you have oh, enough Nick bo- Faldo. Do you have enough balls? It was a Nick, Nick Faldo course. Enough balls. And then the third <laughs> day we played. Yeah. <laughs> third day we played uh, True True North. True North, and that's the one that Ringer joined us with because he was down there too at the same time. He was he was at the, the wildfire there with. Oh, I thought uh, it was True North. We, we, there was a lot of uh, drinks oh, no. that were had. True North was Paige's course, right? <laughs> Paige uh, Spiernick. Yeah. Spiernick? Paige Spiernick. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Not a big deal. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> we, won't anyways, get, we won't get into those details. <laughs> so uh, so there were a few bucket list courses. I don't know if we got a, an answer out of that. No, for... <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be it's supposed to be my question and you just answered it. You you were unsure of, no, no, no. of the recollection no, no, of the no. trip, which is understandable because you were We were team building. In, in, in no, we, were, we, we were team building the whole time. It was great. But, Big team building. No, I would yeah. say it's a tie for sure. Like most memorable courses that I played, like a hack like me to play Spyglass and TPC uh, Scottsdale, like that's yeah. you know, a pretty yeah, good start pretty good. for sure, right? Yeah. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Some good courses there. And then I guess on top of that uh do you guys have a bucket list course uh, something you never played before that that you want to like realistic bucket list or just uh, like well, you know, we've had we knew fantasy like, or we've realistic had fantasy, we've had yeah. augusta named but if augusta what, would be the one for mm-hmm. me but the uh, that would to be able to get on there would be almost impossible yeah one that we've talked about me and jr way back in the day was uh beth page black I'd like mm. to do from the tips from the tips, of course. Yeah. And I'd like to, Obtainable. I, I still Obtainable. say I want to get back to, uh, to Pebble beach. Yeah. We got to get back there and, uh, actually play Pebble and play Pebble or even spyglass again. would be mm-hmm. unbelievable. But, um, Augusta would be the one for me that our old boss, Dale Asapenko right. actually played Augusta before he oh, died. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and, him and Ross go, what didn't he know the, the fisher fisherman guy? Well, Stu Mackay, yeah, Gump, Gump, So, well, but that was when Dale Dale was sick, and uh, it was, but then he he had kind of, I don't know the whole story, but that was right when I was starting to work there. 
because he wasn't around much that first year that I worked there, and then he had come back. But previous to that, you were working there, mm -hmm. so you could probably speak to it more than I could. But that was when Ross Lemon was the assistant pro, or had been. What a name. He, yeah, oh, yeah. He moved <laughs> yeah. He moved down to Georgia, just outside of Augusta, I think, because he had met a girl, married her. Down to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Married her, that moved, and he was living right by the course, and Dale had been sick, and it was kind of a... I don't like, not much sure how much longer he's going to be around. So Russ pulled some strings and got him on, and they played wow. Augusta. Mm -hmm. There's a picture of him yep. standing on the bridge on 12 yep. at the bowling in the pro shop. Right on. Yeah. Right on. And, and so there is still hope for us then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lavi, do you got a you got a uh, bucket list? You or? know, to be honest, I don't really have a bucket list course i mean like honestly anything like pga level like a couple we've already talked about would be would be amazing like any anything over the u.s but um one we always laugh about and i think it's more about you know the experience and the golf trip with the boys <laughs> and stuff like that but you know we got to get down to gaza ranch where's that in montana <laughs> with the boys yeah, yeah, hang yeah, out with the uh, uh the, the elite <laughs> nhl alumni and uh well it sounds sounds like a really canyon, good course too, so. big canyon big canyon yeah but uh, uh quarter lane like is out there oh, yeah. too they got yeah. an island green too so Go, like gaza ranch yeah. just sounds Everyone's cool got an island green these days so maybe that that would be it yeah right on good and uh and then next question here, what is your career low round and where? <laughs> um, I've shot it three times, 70. Um, Crescent Drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, once at Assiniboine, once at Lynx, and once at Sandy Hook. Wow. Mm. The frustrating part about the Sandy Hook one, though, was that I was par at Sandy Hook is 71, I believe. And uh, anyway, I was, I'd never shot in the 60s before. I'd shot 70 previous to that. And I was fired up because I was um, on pace. If I would have parred the 18th hole, I would have shot a 68. So I was like, all I have to do is bogey this fucking hole. <laughs> And I blasted my tee shot in the bush. Oh, no. <laughs> and I took a double bogey and shot 70, which was, like, awesome. I was still under yeah. par, but I was very mad because I missed a good chance to shoot. Yeah, break 70. 60s, that's, that's, so that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I'd say. And and Levy, what are you what are you what are you gonna throw on the board here? Honestly, like probably like an eighty three or an eighty four. You that's, know what I mean? Like yeah, that's solid. It would have been a few solid. years ago. Like it would have been when I was younger, like twenty two, twenty three, when I was swinging pretty good back then. But uh nice and limber. Yeah. But <laughs> pro probably at the bone in eighty three and eighty four. Nice. Well mm -hmm. I'm only yeah. I'm at an eighty two at the bone, so yeah. uh we can we can go yeah. head to head. How there. about you, JR? Seventy eight at the bone. Nice. And then I, really? last year was, well, I was 79, not last year, the year before when we played men's night. Yeah. It was something like that. Like that. Uh, yeah. Nice. But yeah, it's usually 78, 78. So good confidence. I thought it would have been low yeah. in all your years of experience. And, uh, and I, well, I mean, in all my years of experience, I've come to the realization that I can do a lot of stupid shit on that golf course. <laughs> well, you got a new putter this year, though. That's so right. New putter in the bag. Mike's got a new putter in the bag. Right in. We got new putters. You guys got new irons. Yeah. I got a new putter, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, how, how was yeah. the, uh, the Shrick Suns? How, how are they like? How like? They're good. They're long, man. They're long. Do they just make them strong? <laughs> do, they, do they just make them stronger to make it feel like they're yeah. they're longer? <laughs> well, plus I was hitting for the last few years. I've been hitting blades, so 
there's not a lot of forgiveness in blades. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was hitting, these ones have a little bit more of a, they're the new, the S or the ZX sevens. So they got a little, they're a little more forgiving, a little more of a back on them. They're not a blade, but they're still like a, like player, like a tour players type mm -hmm. thing. Like they're close to a blade. So but they're a little bit longer, a little more forgiving. The guy fitting me was not very helpful. <laughs> yeah. just, You're just but, like, give uh, me the club. I'll yeah. figure this one out. And like, he showed me, like he'd flip it to the screen or it shows your swing path and spin rate and all that stuff. And so I was reading it and I was like capable of reading it, but I had one question for him that he wasn't able to answer. I was like, cause he'd switching the shafts around, which I'm like, okay, this like, what's the difference between these two? I like them both. He couldn't really tell me. So <laughs> So like, thanks. Fuck, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When are you picking up your sticks? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, shout out to awesome. uh, Look out. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Shout out to Golf Clubs for Less Westman. Oh yeah. Uh, basically <laughs> reinvented my whole bag from him over the last two years. But uh, yeah, picking them up from uh, Flying J nice. parking lot tomorrow. Yeah, he's got some, <laughs> get, get him to sponsor. Deals. The, get him to sponsor. Yeah, the pod. The yeah. Um, and then our, our flagship question here of the back nine lightning round. Uh, what is your favorite condiment, Mr. Mooney? Uh, this is what I've listened to the pod and I've, I was preparing myself for this question. So Horseradish. I guess it's up to me. <laughs> no fucking way. On the prime so, rib hot dog. So uh, <laughs> that's the question. Is it a burger or is it a hot dog? That's, oh, wow. But I think if there was one... If I could only choose one and it was sitting there, I think it'd probably got to be mustard. Mustard. Again, mustard. a lot of mustard people. How about you, yeah. you Levy? Wow. Uh, yeah, mustard will throw me, throw me off there a little bit, but um, no big hot sauce guy, man. I'd, That's I'd, right. I'll, I'll put like, if there's ketchup, mustard, hot sauce, pick one. I'm taking hot sauce. You got sauce. a go-to hot sauce you want to Well, you know, it's fun. Shout out. Yeah. Well, it, just about everything, right? But uh, I recently stumbled across this company uh, actually out of Thunder Bay, Heartbeat Hot Sauce. They got wow. just, just, just about just about everything you could want. They got like <laughs> habanero, pineapple habanero, blueberry, jalapeno. Yeah. Uh, they're, they partnered with uh, Dustin Poirier oh. for a Louisiana hot sauce. Fire these guys up Spicy on uh, guy. Instagram and uh, get bought some stock yeah, in the company. Yeah, yeah. Give, give, give them a try because it, honestly, the hot sauce unreal. I put it on everything. That's great, awesome. Yeah, I'm a he, big. Some um, would say he eats that shit on everything. <laughs> if we're we're shouting out hot sauces, no I, I love. Uh, <laughs> Valentina's. Valentina's, great on eggs. I got that out of my fridge. Great on eggs. Great on Hot eggs. sauce on eggs. Hot sauce on eggs. But uh, that just the that wraps up the lightning round. So thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, I was going to say, Levy, do you have any junior hockey stories you want to pass along? Oh, uh, put me on the spot a little yeah. bit. But uh, I don't know, kind of leading up to this, um, you know, I maybe should have brought this up beforehand when we were talking about the fighting side of things, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, something about being like a young rookie, you know, this, especially, you know, this story specifically about, uh, <laughs> about the MJ, but, uh, Mikey, so, Mikey's just going out yeah, for a piss and he's Mikey's cracking ice. On the snow there, but, uh, anyway, so specifically about the MJ is, you know, you're a young 18 year old D man and you're, you know, bigger than the average guy out there, you know, you're going to be, you know, big, sexy. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be picked upon for fights here now and then. But uh, I think I told this one to UJR on the golf course this summer. But it's honestly one of my funnier stories when I look back on the junior days. But um, so I think it was in Portage. We we're playing OCN, and 
you know, something, I can't remember if we were getting shit kicked or we were shit kicking them. It was, it was whatever it was, <laughs> but like it was late in the game and, uh, you know, like you could tell tensions were rising, right? Mm-hmm. Like something was going to happen here and like there might be a Tilly or, or whatever. Right. So, so they put you on the ice. So I'm out there, right? Like, cause he doesn't want his top parent out there. He throws out, the eight, throws out the 18 year old D man. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, uh, uh, then something happened because like, this is, you know, like also towards the end of like, Really, when like the MJ was pretty crazy and tough, you right? Know yeah, I mean? like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like you know what I mean. Like it's it's tapered off slowly, mm-hmm. but like you know, there's still tough guys and idiots and like dirty <laughs> hockey. Like there's a lot of that shit going on then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is like 12 years ago, right? So uh, something happened. Someone cheap shotted someone. Someone speared someone or, or whatever. And uh, next thing I know is I see there's like there's one fight breaking out. There's two fights breaking out. I'm like, oh shit! Like there's gonna be a line brawl here, right? And uh, so I turn to grab like the closest guy I can find and like you know thankfully it was like it was a forward right so I'm like okay perfect I grabbed this I remember the guy like uh, skilled forward a little, little bit, weasel yeah a little, <laughs> little bit smaller than me I'm like okay perfect you know what I mean like let's let's go off in this guy and and uh, you know see how it goes right because you never know how long the line bro is going to go because there's only so many refs out there and they can't tackle everybody all at once right so so I started fighting this guy and it's going okay like like I said he's smaller than me and then like it's it's lasting like you know 15, 20 seconds. I'm like, okay, like, you know, when's this going to end? Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and then, like, I start, like, kind of, like, peeking, you know, around my shoulders. Like, is there anyone coming for me type of thing? And then next thing I know, uh, you know, my biggest fear is fucking arm on my shoulder. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, you know, is this the ref? Like, thank God this fight's over type thing. I'm exhausted. And pulls me around and all I see is the big OCN logo <laughs> on this guy's jersey and the C oh, no. on, on his jersey and then I'm like holy fuck and, and Mike if you're, you're the stack guy you can look this guy up Ryan Constant, he was a 20-year-old D-man from OCN, uh, literally from OCN, like not from oh, the yeah. Paw, not from Thompson, like from OCN the Reserve and he signed a pro contract out of out of the MJ, like he, he played MJ when he was twenty, and then mm-hmm. the next year he was playing for the Hartford Wolfpack in, in the HL. <laughs> like this wow. guy was like good and tough as nails, right? Like he had like like I think he was a point per game guy and had like two hundred and fifty pims or something like that. Like it was nuts, right? So like that's the last guy I want, right? So anyway, so grabs my shoulder, I turn around. And I see the C, I'm like, oh, fucking great. And then it's just like, boom, like, <laughs> like knuckle, knuckle to nose, like right in the face. And like anyone who knows me and has seen me fight probably since then knows I have a pretty leaky nose. <laughs> like this is the punch that started it all. You know what I mean? Like I've broken it a couple times since then, but like that was the, that was the first one that right on the fucking nose and just blood everywhere. And he just beat the shit out of me for like probably 30 seconds <laughs> and then signed a pro contract. Like two months later. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was that the was tape the, you probably that sent was the in. Springboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Levy's face was a launching pad exactly. for this guy's yeah. career. So <laughs> for playing for hockey. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy fuck. Well, I don't know if there's any better way to end it than that. Thanks guys for coming out. <laughs> we, had, Thank we, you. Had, we had a lot of beers. <laughs> well, you guys did. I only had the one, but anyways, it was yeah. delicious. All right. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate fellas. you guys coming out. Well, thank you so much for joining us. On the 18 Over Par podcast with Mike and JR. I'm JR. He's Mike. Bye bye. Bye bye. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot.
The 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast is brought to you by growablemedia.ca. Nothing cripples a business like a lack of leads and sales, especially during the pandemic. I don't need to tell you, COVID-19 has been one of the biggest economic hiccups we've ever encountered. Businesses are closing, employees are being laid off daily, yet smart businesses are still surviving and thriving. If you need more clients, Growable Media is for you. More specifically, if you'd like to know exactly how to get 5, 10, 30, even 50 plus high value dream clients every month with predictability and consistency. Sounds pretty fucking great, doesn't it? Growablemedia.ca is for you. Just checking out the website, you'll find a free COVID-19 marketing playbook and a free report on how to double or even triple your sales in the next 90 days, even during COVID. It's fucking phenomenal. Better yet, you can test drive their services for free. You don't have to pay them a dime until you get those coins tickling the bottom of your jean pocket. They don't get paid until you get paid. Now, they're not cheap, but they get shit done. They're not some company that'll give you 30 shitty leads for a thousand bucks or something like that, and they go take your money and disappear overnight. Globalmedia.ca is a Winnipeg born and raised. Check them out today and grab the free playbook and the report, globalmedia.ca. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in, food, in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats.